Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shir. Today's Amid is Daf Yud Beis Amud Beis. We left off yesterday three lines down on Yud Beis Amud Beis. Until now, on Daf Yud Aleph Amud Beis and Daf Yud Beis Amud Aleph, we've been learning Hilchas Eidos. And we have been ma'ayin in a machlaikis between Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda regarding how much latitude, how much inconsistency do we allow between the reports of two Adam about when the Misa that they were testifying about took place. Now, finally, we're going to go back to our Mishnah and Hilchas Bedikas Chametz and Hilchas Achilas Chametz. And we are going to learn the Machlaikas Rameir and Rabbi Huda that's in our Mishnah. And today's Amud will apply the Machlaikas in our Mishnah, Benagea to Chametz, which there's also a Machlaikas Rameir and Rabbi Huda that has to do with times, to the Machlaikas Rameir and Rabbi Huda regarding Eidos. So let's begin. Three lines from the top on Dafyud Beis Amid Beis. Tanan. Our Mishnah said, Reb Meir, Reb Meir says, Oichlin kol hei v'sorfin b'tchilas vav. Reb Meir says that you can eat chametz the whole fifth hour, and you should get rid of the chametz, you should burn the chametz in the beginning of the sixth hour. In other words, according to Reb Meir, there's one gzeira. A person can enjoy and eat chametz up until the beginning of the sixth hour. The beginning of the sixth hour is when a person gets rid of his chametz. Now let's remember that it's at the end of the sixth hour that a person is mechayiv to have gotten rid of his chametz. Midairaisa, so Rabbi Meir is pushing it back one hour. V'sarfin b'tchilas sheish. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer. Rabbi Yehuda says no, that there's an additional takana. Eichlin kol dalid, you can continue to eat chametz through the fourth hour. However, v'taylin kol hey, you wait, you do not eat chametz, you can still have enough from chametz, but you do not eat chametz the whole fifth hour. And like Reb Meir said, v'sarfin b'tchilas vav, and we burn the chametz in the beginning of the sixth hour. Now, now the Gemara wants to refer back to the Machlaikas Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda regarding Eidos and the way that we understood that Machlaikas. So let's remind ourselves. Rabbi Meir had said that if two Adim come into Bezdin to say Lamashal that Ruven killed Shimon. And one of them said that it happened in the second hour. And one of them said that it happened in the third hour. We accept their Eidos despite the fact that they're being made about two separate times. One is saying the second hour. One is saying the third hour. We are still Mekayim and Mekabal this Eidos. Why? So Abaya had suggested to us a way of understanding it that the Gemara said in two different variations that are very similar, and they are as follows. Abaya had said that when someone says the second hour or the third hour, they could mean, the second hour could mean the end of the second hour, and the third hour could mean the beginning of the third hour. So the first version of Abaya is that Abaya said that according to a mayor, these Adam are not mistaken at all about when it happened. When the Misa happened, they know with exact accuracy. The issue here is in the way that they're referencing what happened. That one aide is calling that moment 
the end of the second, and that's why he's saying in the second hour. And the other aid is calling that same moment the beginning of the third, and that's why he said the third hour. In an alternate variation of Abaya, Abaya said that according to Rameir, there's a slight difference. That one of them, the one that said the second hour, was talking about the very end of the second hour. The one that said the third hour was talking about the very beginning of the third hour. And there is a mashahu, there is a slight difference between their times. And that slight variation of accuracy, that's something that we do allow. We don't expect, especially with our watches, we don't expect that they would know it down to the second or down to the minute. So that was Shitas Reb Meir in terms of our expectation of the accuracy that people have. Okay, so now the question is as follows. In our Mishnah, Reb Meir said that although Midairaisa, the time to burn chametz is at the end of the sixth hour, Reb Meir told us to start a full hour earlier, at the beginning of the sixth hour. And that, as we'll see, the Gemara is nispoil about, if Rameyer held that we're, that people could be so accurate, that either the two Adam were completely on target, or perhaps they were just off by a few moments, so why is it that in our Mishnah, we're saying that they have to wait a full hour, let them wait until the end of the sixth hour, or at the very least, close to the end of the sixth hour? And let's not force that we have to be mocked him a full hour because we're worried about someone making a mistake after a mayor taught us in Hilchas Eidos that people don't make such a mistake. Okay, so let's read that inside. Zokti Gemara. Le'abaya aliba de Rab Meir. According to Abaya, according to Rab Meir, the Omar Einodam Toya Veloy Klum, who had said that a person is completely accurate, a person doesn't make a mistake at all. So if a person doesn't mis- make a mistake at all, Nechel Kula Shis. Let the person eat chametz the entire sixth hour. And according to that very variation in Abaya that said that a person makes a slight mistake. Okay, so still most of the sixth hour we should allow him to eat. Let him eat until the end of the sixth hour. So that's our kasha looking at the Shitas Reb Meir in El Chazedas. Now we go to ask a kasha on the Shitas Reb Yehuda in El Chazedas, according to the way that Abaya had explained it. So let's remind ourselves. Abaya had said, Reb Yehuda had said, let's start with Shitas Reb Yehuda. Reb Yehuda had said that if two Adam come into Bezdin Lamashal to say that Reuven killed Shimon, and one of them says that the event took place in the third hour, and the other one says that the event took place in the fifth hour. Rabbi Huda told us that we are mekabel that edus. That even though those seem to be two separate reports, it doesn't seem to be consistent. We could be mekabel that edus. And Abaya had given us pshat in Rabbi Huda, and again the Gemara had given us two variations of Abaya's pshat in Rabbi Yehuda. So let's remind ourselves of what that pshat in Rabbi Yehuda is. Again, the same Yisait of Abaya, that Abaya said that when a person says the third hour or the fifth hour, we don't know if he means the beginning of the hour, the end of the hour, so we can assume, Abaya says, that if one eight says the third hour, he means the very end of the third hour, when it's just about touching the fourth hour. 
And when a person says the fifth hour, he means the very beginning of the fifth hour, just about when the fourth hour ended and it became the fifth hour. Now, let's stop there for a moment. So now we've just narrowed these two reports to be just about an hour apart from each other. And on this, there are two explanations. Either a person, we expect that a person could make a mistake on about a half hour. Having such accuracy to know what time it is down to the half hour, we don't expect. So if one says it happened in the very end of the third hour, and one says it happened at the very beginning of the fifth hour, so there's one hour difference between them, says Abaya, it must have happened halfway through the fourth hour. So each one, each aid is about a half hour off. That was one variation. Another variation is that only one of the aid made a mistake. In other words, that it's reasonable to assume that a person might make a mistake by about an hour. So one, the one that said the end of the third hour perhaps was about an hour off, and the one that said the beginning of the fifth was accurate. So in that way, they're testifying about the same event. Or the other way, or the one that said the beginning of the fifth was about an hour off, and really it was the beginning of the fourth, which is really what the other aide meant when he said the third. He meant the end of the third. So th- that is the two variations in Pshat and Rabbi Yehuda that Abaya said, either that a person could make a mistake of about a half hour, or that a person could make a mistake of about an hour. So now we apply that to Rabbi Yehuda of our Mishnah. In our Mishnah, Rabbi Yehuda said that we push back two hours. Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah said that the Isra Achila begins v'taylin kol chamesh. We don't even eat chametz in the fifth hour. So that's an incredible zihiros that Rabbi Yehuda is having that we're worried about a two-hour mistake, which is a much greater mistake than Rabbi Yehuda considered in Hilchas Eidos. Let's see that inside. Zokti Gemara. Ve'abaya aliba de Rabbi Yehuda. And what about Abaya, according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Omar who said, this is the first pshat in Rabbi Yehuda, in, in, that Abaya told us in Rabbi Yehuda, that Adam toya chatzisha, that a person, it's understandable that he would make a mistake of about a half hour. So if that's true, so let's give a half hour leeway. Necha, let's allow a person to eat chametz at palga deshis, until halfway through the sixth hour. Why did Rabbi Yehuda say you have to, you have to, Stop eating chametz an hour and a half before that, at the beginning of the fifth hour. Okay, ulahach lishna nami da'amrit, and even according to the lashon that said Adam mashahu, that according to Rabbi Yehuda, a person could make a mistake of about an hour. Okay, so that's just one hour. So nechalat hey, so let him eat chametz until the end of the fifth hour. Why is there this gzera according to Rabbi Yehuda not to eat chametz for the whole fifth hour? So Abaya comes to defend his understanding of Rameyer and Rabbi Yehuda with a very important Yisoyed. Omar Abaya, Abaya said, there's a difference between Eidos and Chometz. Eidos misural is Rizim. Eidos is given over to Zrizim, to people that, the, my best way of saying is people that have it together. People that are accurate. People that are, that, that are, that are on top of their game. In other words, not every Yid is going to testify that Reuven killed Shimon. 
There are certain Yidin that are Mesugalim, that are talented enough that they can go in front of Bezdin and they can give over an accurate description of what happened. You don't need every single Yid to go testify that Reuven killed Shimon. You just need a one Yid, two Yidin, Adim to go. But it's not doesn't apply to the whole Klal Yisrael. So over there, we don't expect such a huge mistake. The mistake will be... According to Reb Meir, no mistake at all, or a tiny mistake. According to Reb Yehuda, a mistake of a half hour, or perhaps an hour. But chametz, lakol masur. Chametz, the Isra of chametz is given to everyone. Every single yid has to stop eating chametz by the end of the sixth hour, midday raisa. And therefore, that means that we have to be concerned about the limitations of every yid. And not every Yid is able to be as accurate as every other Yid. Some people are more talented and able to be more exact about their sense of the time. And some people may make a mistake. And since Chametz is a, is a, is a Isser that applies to everyone, Chazal had to make a Takana that benefited everyone. Okay. Now, all of that was Abayah's Mahalach in Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda. But what about Rava's Mahalach in Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda? If you remember the Gemara of the last two days that we learned, Davyud Aleph Amid Beis, and Davyud Beis Amid Aleph, we learned Ashitas Rava. Rava was very concerned about Abayas Shita. Rava said that you can't assume that if one says two and one says three, that they mean the end of the second and the beginning of the third. Or in Rabbi Yehuda, if one says three and one says five, you cannot assume that they mean the end of the third and the beginning of the fifth. Rava says that you have to consider that it could be their edus is much further apart from each other. And therefore, according to Reb Meir Lamashal, according to Reb Meir, the, where one aide came in and said Reuven killed Shimon in the second hour, and the other aide came in and said that Reuven killed Shimon in the third hour, let's spread that apart as wide as possible. And let's assume that the first aid that said the second hour meant the beginning of the second hour, and the aid that said the third hour meant the end of the third hour, meaning that there are two hours between these two. And Reb Meir said, we still accept their aidus. You know what that means, Rava says? Rava says that means that it's acceptable for a person to be off in their hashara of the time, in what they consider that what time it is. It's a, it's it's acceptable acceptable for a person to be off two hours. Rabbi Yehuda pushed it even further. Rabbi Yehuda said that if one aide says the third hour and the other aide says the fifth hour, that we accept their edus. Now, according to Rava's way of understanding, the third hour could mean the beginning of the third hour, and the fifth hour could mean the end of the fifth hour. So that means that the difference between the reports of these two Adam is three hours. One of them is saying at the beginning of the third hour, the other one is saying three hours later at the end of the fifth hour. If that's true, so that means that according to Rabbi Yehuda, in the way that Rava explains it, it's acceptable to expect that sometimes a person may make a three-hour error in what time it is, and that and, and that's an understandable and acceptable thing. So according to Rava's understanding of the Machlaikis, Rav Meir and Rabbi Yehuda regarding Eidos, let's apply that to our 
Mishnah regarding our concern about what mistake a person may make and therefore what gzeros we made to prevent someone from eating chametz during his man iser. Now in our Gemara, Reb Meir only made a one-hour gzeira. Reb Meir said you should get rid of your chametz in the beginning of the sixth hour. And Rabbi Yehuda, even though Rabbi Yehuda was more machmer, Rabbi Yehuda only made a two-hour gzeira. So according to that, we're going to have to figure out how that fits with the fact that Reb Meir and Rabbi Yehuda and Hilchas Edo said, Reb Meir said that it's, a, it's understandable that a person may make a two-hour mistake, and Rabbi Yehuda said it's understandable that a person may make a three-hour mistake. Okay, so let's see this also inside in the Gemara. V'rava aliba de Rab Meir. What about Shitas Rava according to Rab Meir? The Omar who said, Adam Taya, Shteisha is chaser masho. In Rava's interpretation of Rab Meir, it's acceptable a person could make a mistake of two hours minus a little, almost two hours. So then, according to Rab Meir, mitchilas heiloi nechel. So we should say that you don't eat from the beginning of the fifth hour. Why is it that Rab Meir didn't make exera of two hours? Zakti Gemara, there's no need to make exera of two hours because of the Yisai that we've already learned that not all hours were created equal. There are different times of the day. And sometimes, based on where the sun is in the sky, it could be more confusing to accurately say what time it is than other times. More specifically, when when the sun switches over from being in the east side of the sky to the west side of the sky, that's something that even a person that may make a mistake in in another situation won't make this mistake. This is a very clear thing that the sun, you can, Rashi had said earlier that you can check which way your shadow is going. You can see very clearly that the sun is no longer on the east side of the sky. It's now on the west side of the sky. So when it comes to the hours between the fifth hour and the seventh hour, meaning the fifth hour and the sixth hour until the seventh hour. So that, that that's a time of transition where the sun moves from the east side of the sky till slightly into the west side of the sky. And that's something that we do not expect people to make that mistake. And that's why Reb Meir was not concerned that in the fifth hour um, that, 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 that someone's going to be eating chametz after the sixth hour and think that it's only the fifth hour. Rameir was not worried about that. Rameir knew that if he's matir people to eat chametz in the fifth hour, they will still realize when the sun passes that midpoint and heads into the western side of the sky. So that's what, that's what the Gemara says here. Hey, Chama b'Mizrach, by the fifth hour, the sun is in the east side of the sky. V'zayin, and by the seventh hour, meaning after six hours, Chama b'Mayrev, the sun is in the west side of the sky. Okay, hold on a second. The Gemara says, one second. If that's true, so why does Rameir make Xera at all? We know that even according to Reb Meir, you can't eat chametz straight up to the seventh hour. You have to stop at the beginning of the sixth. Why was he concerned at all? You just said that when it hits the seventh hour, the sun moves over to the other side of the sky. So allow them to eat chametz even during the sixth hour. said shis the sixth hour, the day, is in the center of the sky. 
meaning the day, meaning the sun. In other words, the sixth hour is really close, and it could be confusing. It could be that it's not as easy to spot exactly when Chatzais is, when it becomes the seventh hour. And therefore, although from the fifth to the seventh, we're not concerned, but the sixth is getting really close, and even Reb Meir was concerned. That was all Rava, according to Reb Meir. What about Verova Aliba de Rabbi Yehuda? What about Rava according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Omar who said, Adam Tayek Gimel Shayis Chaser Mashu? According to Rabbi Yehuda, Rava had said that a person could make a mistake of up to almost three hours. If that's true, so we should make a three-hour gzeira. Rabbi Yehuda, admittedly, Rabbi Yehuda does make a two-hour gzeira. Rabbi Yehuda says the fifth hour and the sixth hour you can't eat chametz. But still, according to Rabbi Yehuda, a person could make a three-hour mistake. So that means it could be the seventh hour, and a person thinks it's the fourth hour. So we should answer the fourth hour also. We should say that from the beginning of the fourth hour, you should not, you should not eat chametz. So the Gemara says the same terrace that we said according to Reb Meir. No, that's very wide to expect, to think that someone won't realize. Hey, Chama b'Mizrach, by the fifth hour, the sun is in the east side of the sky. V'sheva Chama b'Mayrev. And by the seventh hour, the sun is in the western side of the sky. So therefore, therefore you don't have to be concerned. V'kolshkein Dalet. And certainly by the fourth hour, where the sun is really lower in the eastern sky, that you don't have to be concerned. In other words, where Behuda held that a person could make a three-hour mistake, when you're talking about much earlier in the day, before it's getting close to Chatzais, before the sun is overhead. But by the time you're getting close to Chatzais, even Rabbi Huda says a person is not going to make such a mistake. Frakti Gemara, so why do you have to make Xera at all? So if that's true, so why does Rabbi Huda make a two-hour Xera? So then in the fifth hour also we should say that you could eat chametz. You just said that a person knows the difference between when the sun is in the eastern part of the sky and the western part of the sky. Be consistent. If you're saying that that that, that a person chaps when the sun moves to the other side of the sky, so then, okay, I understand about the sixth hour that we already said the sixth hour is really close. But what about the fifth hour that Rabbi Yehuda said the fifth hour is usher, but according to you the fifth hour is very different than than after the sixth hour, and a person should a person should be able to chap. By the fifth hour, also a person should be able to eat chametz. So here, the Gemara Rabbiya reverts back to something that he said earlier, and this is a wonderful Gemara where Abaya is is explaining Shitas Rava, it's Haflei fell, even though Rava strongly disagreed with Abaya, but Abaya defended Rava. Tirgama Abaya Aliba de Rava, incredible. Abaya explained, according to Rava, that Edus Mesurel is reason, as we said earlier. It's true that a person could chap, you know, a two-hour difference when it's getting close to chatzais by edus, because edus is given over to his reason, people that have it together, people that chap, people that, 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 that have a certain sense of accuracy. But chametz lakol nasser, chametz is given over to everyone. And that means that there are some people that even when the sun is heading into the western side part of the sky may make a limited mistake. They're not going to make a three-hour mistake, but they may make a limited mistake. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda 
elongated the Gzeira and said that not only can't you eat chametz in the sixth hour, you also can't eat chametz in the fifth hour. That is how Abaya defended Rava's pshat in Rabbi Yehuda. However, Rava himself defended his own pshat in a different way. The Rava Omar Rava said, my friend, you made a, completely made a mistake over here. Love Hainu time of the Rabbi Yehuda. This is not the reason of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda's reason for saying don't eat chametz in the fifth hour has nothing to do with a mistake in the time. There's a different reason. Ella Rabbi Yehuda letaime Rabbi Yehuda's going according to his shita. What's shita's Rabbi Yehuda? The Omar that Rabbi Yehuda holds ain beer chametz elastrefa. Rabbi Yehuda holds that the only way to get rid of chametz, you can't get rid of it in any way that you want. Rather, the only way to get rid of chametz is by burning it. And therefore, burning takes a little bit of hachana. So therefore, the Yohavulei Rabbanon Sha'achas, the Chachamim gave him an hour, Lilkait ba'etz him to gather wood so he can prepare a fire so that he could burn it at the right time. Eisvei Ravina Lerava, Ravina Estakasha on Rava. No, this is not so. This doesn't make so much sense. Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda said, "Eimosai shalai b'shas biurai." When is it that a person has to burn the chametz? When it's not the zman biur, Rashi says mida In other words, when it's the end of the fifth hour and you're burning it to be makayim the dinder That's when you have to burn it. But if you reach the point of Isr Dairaisa, so then you get rid of it in any way. This is Rashi's Pshat. Taisus has a different Pshat. But for now, for the sake of clarity, let's stick with Rashi's Pshat. So, in other words, the way Rashi explains, you're saying that the reason for this Gzeira is because we must collect wood to be able to make a fire, to be able to burn the chametz, because Rabbi Yehuda holds you have to burn the chametz. That's the way you get rid of the chametz. The, 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 the kasha is, worse comes to worse, that a person didn't have wood, and he didn't burn the chametz in the beginning of the sixth hour. When it gets to the end of the sixth hour, anyway, you're allowed to get rid of the chametz in any way. You could throw it to the dogs, or or throw it into the ocean, or any other way of getting rid of the chametz. So rather, Rava said, no, let me, let me say a different shot. Really, Abaya, I agree with you that we're concerned about a person being confused about what time it is. But we're talking about a specific scenario. Ella Omar Rava, rather, Rava said, Gzeira, the reason for this Gzeira is Mishum Yoim HaMeunan is because of a cloudy day. On a cloudy day, if the clouds are really thick, it's very hard to track the sun. And therefore, on cloudy days, we don't really know what time it is. In fact, there's even halachas in Shulchan Aruch about what happens if a person lights Shabbos licht, thinking that it's time for Shabbos, that it's getting dark, and then the clouds part, and he realizes it's still the daytime. When it was cloudy, it was very hard to know what time it was. So that's why on a cloudy day, because on a cloudy day, it really, a person could really be messed up on his cheshben. So therefore, Chazal said that already, according to Rabbi Yehuda, already two hours before Chatzais, you should not be eating chametz anymore to make sure that by the time the real Zman Isser comes, we will not be chas v'shalom engaging in the Isser of eating chametz. Frekti Gemara, if that's true, so why stop at five, the fifth hour? We should say even by the fourth hour not to eat chametz hachi. If that's true, even by four hours a person shouldn't eat chametz. 
Amar Rav Papa, Rav Papa says a very interesting terrace. Rav Papa says the fourth hour, even when it's cloudy, we know when the fourth hour is. Why? Dalid zman seuda lakoyli. The fourth hour, that's a time of a suda for everyone. So in other words, since it's the time of a regular suda, since that's the time of a suda, so memela, it's something that a person senses, a person knows that this is still breakfast time and it's not chatzais yet, and therefore a person could still eat chametz in the fourth hour. Once the fifth hour comes, it's after breakfast, from there until chatzais, if it's a cloudy day, we're afraid that a person may make a mistake. Now the Gemara brings a brysa that discusses this idea of achila in the morning in order to see if what Rev Papa said is accurate, that the fourth hour is a time that everyone eats in the morning. Tana Rabbana, we learned in Abraisa, Sha'arishayna, the first hour of the day, Meichel Ludim. That's when the Ludim eat. Rashi in Masech Shabbos explains that Ludim are a nation of cannibals. Apparently, they're extremely ravenously hungry at all times. And therefore, the first moments of the day, they're eating. They're, they're the first meal of the day. Shnia, the second hour of the day, Meichalistim. The second hour of the day, that's when the thieves, the robbers, eat. Listim are also Rav Sanim. They also can't control themselves. We know this from Masech Shabbos when we learned about Michael Ben Drusai. We learned that robbers eat things even when they're, when they're almost raw, even when they're only partially cooked. So Listim like to eat right away. Rashi says they don't eat the first hour of the day because they're still sleeping because they were up during the night robbing people. So we have to give them an hour of sleep and then they'll get up and eat. Shlishis Michael Yarshim. The third hour of the day is the time that Yarshim, those who are inherited wealth, eat. In other words, people that don't need to 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 work and they have a more luxurious lifestyle, so therefore they could get up, they don't have to deal with their the needs of the day, and they can eat early in the day. Revius, the fourth hour of the day, Michael Poelim, that's when workers eat. Chamishis, the fifth hour of the the day, Michael Talmide Chachamim. That's when Talmide Chachamim eat. Shishis, and finally the sixth hour of the day, Michael Kol Adam. That's when everyone eats. Frakti Gemara VeHaAmar Rav Papa Revius Zman Suda LaKolhi. Rav Papa said that the fourth hour is the Zman Suda for everyone. Ella Epoch, rather, we must have had a, a mistaken Girsa of the Brisa. Let's switch around the Brisa to match with what Rav Papa said. Rather, Revius Michael Kaladam, the fourth hour, that's when everyone eats. Chamishas Michael Poelim, the workers. They eat in the fifth hour, and finally, Shishis Michael Talmid Chachamim, the Talmid Chachamim eat in the sixth hour of the day. Mikanva Elech, from that point and on, it's already not healthy. Kizayrek Even Lechemas, it's like throwing a stone into a jug. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not healthy for a person to be eating that late in the day. Omar Abaya, Abaya says, we only said this, if you didn't taste something in the morning, but if you tasted something in the morning, then we're not concerned and we don't have to worry about this matzav of Zayrek Evan Lechemas. Okay. Now the Gemara ends this comparison between Chametz and Eidos with an interesting memra from Ravashi. 
Omar of Ashi, of Ashi said, Kimachloikis beedus, kach machloikis bechametz. Just like the machloikis by edus, so too is the machloikis by chametz. Meaning that this parallel that we've been discussing, that, excuse me, that by edus, there's a machloikis Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda where Reb Meir gives a more narrow expectation of the a mistake that a person could make. And Rabbi Yehuda is a little bit more, uh, allows a little more latitude with two different reports of Edim. And we've been assuming that this corresponds, that this has to fit together with the Machlekes Rameyer and Rabbi Yehuda by Chometz, where Rameyer gives a one-hour gzera, he answers the sixth hour, and Rabbi Yehuda gives a two-hour gzera, and we just spent an entire Amr together trying to work together so that these two Machlekes can fit together and they're not saizer each other. So Ravashi says, by the way, these two Machlekes can fit together. Which the Gemara says, yeah, that's that's obvious. That's what we've been doing. That's what we said. That's what we've been saying. We've been trying to make this the two machleks between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda fit together. So, you know, Ravashi wanted to make a point. How come Ashmalan this teaches us? That the answers that we've been giving to fit these two machleks in together are the correct answers. And do not say tanoi. Do not say that there's a machleikis tanoim, what the machleikis Rameyer and Rabbi Yehuda was. That really the two machleikis do not fit together. And rather there are two different opinions of tanoim. Do not do that. Rather go with the mahalach that we've been going until now where these two disputes between Rameyer and Rabbi Yehuda click together perfectly. And with this, we've completed the comparison between Hilchas Eidos and Hilchas Chametz. However, the Gemara, being responsible, the Gemara wants to finish up some halachas of Hilchas Eidos just to 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 flesh out the Indian that we understand this this Indian of Hilchas Eidos. And because of that, we have one more halacha. Omar of Shimi Barashi, Rashimi Barashi said, This whole discussion that we've had, the last blot and a half, that's about hours. One eight says this hour, one eight says that hour. But if one eight says that the event took place before sunrise, and the other eight says that the event took place after sunrise, then for sure, that is two different reports, and the Eidos is bottle. Everyone is expected to know when sunrise is. Pshita, the Gemara says, that's obvious. Of course, we would not accept that Eidos. So the Gemara fine-tunes it. Ella, rather, if one says before Neitzachama, and one says during Neitzachama, Eidusan Betela. So if one says that the event happened before sunrise, and one said the event happened during sunrise, we will still reject that Eidos. The Gemara says, Hanami Pshita, that's also Pashat. Of course, it's a very clear difference before sunrise and during sunrise. Says the Gemara, and it's not so clear. I might think maybe these two Edim are not that different from each other and they're saying the same thing. Aye, so why did one of them say that something took place during sunrise if in reality it happened before sunrise? 
moving on to your Gimel Amar Aleph. This that he said it was during sunrise, that's because because he was standing in a very broad open area, and therefore he was able to see the sunlight coming up over the horizon, even though the sun did not really rise above the horizon yet. And he was seeing just a shine. Zayar means like a shine. He saw like the rays of the sun that precede the sun. That no, we do not allow for that mistake. And if one aid says before Neitzachama and one aid says after Neitzachama, the one and or during Neitzachama, we do not accept their aidos. And with that, we've completed Baruch Hashem Daf Yud Beis Amud Beis. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shear on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Daf in Shas, including Myra McClaimus on each shear please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.